Look at that fucking haircut, mate. What's happened there? What do you mean? Fine, bro. Look at it. Look. Yeah, that's incredible. Don't don't question it, right? <laughs> yeah, you are, bro. I've driven 700 miles in the past 48 hours, and I've had seven seven of those hours I, I was asleep. What, while driving? Yeah, 100%. No, as in, I've had seven hours sleep the entire last 48 hours. Sink and a quick beer ski. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, well, sis. Get that on. As, as, as I've been doing the whole way down, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. It's the last, the last of a pack of six, mate. Six? Off your tits, isn't you? Yeah, yeah. Home, yeah. mate. Off of, yeah. like, three pints of beer. That's mad Brilliant. for me, you know. Well, it is for you, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've literally just got I'm back. I, I, I saw when you texted me before. I said well, I'll be back at ten, and I, and I got back in the car from the service station. It said, "Right, you're going to get home at 10 And I thought, "Right, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll be cut, be cutting this fine." But actually, the traffic was fine, and I was going eighty, so it's fine. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We can cut that out of the podcast because uh, yeah. police will be involved. Oh well. I've got. Have I told you that I've got a new car? Have you? Again. What car have you yeah, got? I've got Two litre turbocharged diesel Freelander Land Rover. A what, sorry? A fucking Freelander? Yeah, Land Rover, yeah. Land Rover, Jesus Christ. As if you didn't need a bigger fucking cock extension. Yeah, no, it's all about uh, virtual signaling. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually, yeah. Brilliant. Imagine that. I couldn't I'll give a shit. I'll drive it if I want. Yeah. Good. What happened to the other car? You still got it? Yeah, I still got it, but the gearbox is gone and I can't oh, find no. a replacement, so it's basically fucked. It's not ideal, is it? Speaking of boxes, how's the box you're living in? Do you see the state of it behind me? Yeah, I can I can see I can see stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's all the stuff that's not being used. That is uh ready for next year when we move again. So yeah, it's good. It's all right in there to be fair. It's all right. The kitchen uh, the, the bathroom went mouldy immediately. No, so, that's always handy. I, I, and it? I don't mean like a bit of mould, I mean like a wall of mould quite good black mold yeah you know like when you walk into a room and you can smell oh, it yeah it's peak oh well, you mean you mean when you start having an asthma attack because yeah, you can't yeah, yeah, you, walk, yeah, you try yeah, and have yeah. a shower and you're coughing up your own lungs it's good yeah yeah one of my mates at uni has um what not, it's not really my mate i just know him but he's currently suing his landlord from last year because <laughs> they had a mold problem in their house <laughs> and he developed asthma fucking hell <laughs> because his bedroom was like he didn't realise it, but his bedroom had a real mould problem, but you couldn't see it because it was behind the paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really just paint yeah. over it, and they don't. They haven't treated it. They yeah, just painted yeah. over it. It's savage, isn't it? So he developed. He literally has developed mild asthma, and he's suing his landlord for like fucking 60 right. Months. Yeah, you're fucking right. It's not good, is it? One of my lecturers always has a party every term, and uh, it was on Friday. It was on Friday night, and I wanted to go because. I'm present in the philosophy society. I just wanted to be there. Yeah, so I went and then uh, left there uh, and it took about 10 hours to drive that 330 miles up to Darlington Fuck. because I just had to pull over at one point to just go to sleep. For a <laughs> just have hours. a little cry. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a little nap, you know, yeah. and then get and then I got there Fuck and then know. I couldn't sleep. Tried to have a nap and then I had a wedding that started at 2.30, but I had to be there for one to practice singing because I had to sing a couple of songs as a performance in it. Wow. On your own? Or... Yeah, on my own, yeah. Wow. Did that, and then... I didn't even know you could. Can you sing? I mean, that's a talent. Yeah, I can. I'm 
I'm a trained opera singer. No. I'm not jo- I'm not joking. I am, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's... cool, man. I don't really talk that. about it. Yeah. There you go. Something new. So I had to do that and then I obviously stayed at the wedding until like half ten and then finally got to sleep after however many hours. It was okay. I found that if I get like a couple hours sleep at some point, my body can reset itself and I can I can carry on even though I'll be tired. Yeah. Need to, need to be able to shut down for a second. You find that when you sleep, like if you if you sleep for a certain amount of hours, then you're fine. But an hour either side, you feel really weird when you wake up. Is it just me? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, if I, yeah, no. I mean, if I there's a sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. If I sleep, I, I can power nap for like 15 minutes. Pretty good at that. Shut my eyes, whatever. But if I need like a proper nap, a sweet spot for me is about an hour and 45 or two hours. Anything longer than that, and I will wake yeah, up feeling feeling rough. Yeah, if anything shorter than that, and I will also like feel just tired still. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm pretty sure an REM cycle, a full REM cycle is four hours, but a full, like a sleep cycle is an hour, but an REM cycle is four hours. So if you if you wake up too far into that, you'll just feel groggy because you've been interrupted. Yeah. Because why it's something like it's two REM. You're meant to get two REM cycles. Some people's cycle is more like three and a half hours. Some people's cycle is five hours. I think like the average teenager's REM cycle is like five and a bit hours. But that's why. Well, I mean, I slept a lot as a teenager. So that's just because you were lazy, bro. Brilliant. Yep. Too much time on my hands. <laughs> you know, it's actually interesting on a scientific level how little we know about sleep. Well, there's not much you can research about it because you're asleep at the time, I suppose. <laughs> but like, as in our dreams as well, like how little... I was talking recently to a psychoanalyst at yeah, university. He was saying, of all of the fields of research uh, in a so-called scientific endeavour, sleep and dreams are one of the ones we know the, the least about and like surprisingly little. I always wanted to get a book about dreams and I always had this real yeah. thing about understanding dreams and things like that which is it's it, yeah. it's madness really because everything means different things to different people you can't really categorize it as, as simply as that so anyway i read a book of um freud on dreams oh big man oh no i i saw it it was there at the house when i came around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you see yeah, yeah you read it good yeah, yeah so that was that was quite interesting but yeah you're right you can't really there's not there's not a lot of it's, it's a lot of theory fear theorizing and things like that is the problem yeah it's a, it, you know, like, and like I said, different things, different things mean things to different people. You could have the same dream with 10 different people and it means it's a completely different meaning in their life. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, dreams, they're, they're, they're one of the one of the kind of highest paid positions at medieval and well, not just medieval, but ancient courts, mm. kings and pharaohs and emperors were the seers, the mystics and the prophets, etc., most of whom would try and interpret dreams of some some yeah. kind. I mean, in, in in the Bible, some of the most important prophets are dream interpreters like Joseph, Daniel, um, two prominent names who interpret dreams. Samuel interprets dreams, that kind of thing. It was the same um, in um, Roman times, wasn't it? We, we, absolutely. A lot, yeah. a lot of the prophets and things there were the same sort of, you know, they, they were all quite high paid and quite worshipped. Well, not worshipped, you know, they were, they were really like high up in the social hierarchy, as it were. And uh, that's what they were doing. Was... Guesswork, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, there are different forms. I mean, 
the augurs were people who would, I think they were the ones who would read the entrails. Because there were different sciences, so-called, obviously, pseudosciences behind it. But there were there were the augurs who would be, who would read the future in the burnt entrails of animal sacrifices. There was another one who would read in uh, in, in the blood and, and guts of sacrifices before they went into fire. There were astrologers, obviously, who would look at the stars, etc. But there, you know, there were other forms of it. Uh, I was trying to remember what sacrifice or something. Anyway, yeah, all throughout history, people who can interpret dreams and or the future of some kind have been venerated and revered when they've got it right and forgiven when they've got it wrong for X, yeah. Y, and Z reasons, and then burnt at the stake when you know they predicted something that the person didn't like. You know, so it's a very tenuous kind of yeah. life to lead, but saying that that i i don't know about you but i've definitely had dreams that i felt meant something to me because they're you know re, re, they're uh, some of them like one theory about dreams is that it's essentially living out i'm sure you've heard this you know, that the things happen yeah. in your dreams even when you're not aware of them um so that your brain has a way of venting basically yeah, yeah. it's it's and, living out your fantasies without having to live them out wasn't it? Yeah, or your nightmares, of course. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just getting getting rid of them so that you don't think about them in your daily life. Another theory is that if you're because your mind when it's when it's in an REM sleeper is always is always dreaming. The other the other idea or another idea is that it does that so that you don't die. Wow. Because if you don't dream, so so yeah, there have been a couple of guys who said that it, dreaming is is like the way your mind stops itself from dying, which is. Which is why you know you had a dream where you are about to die and then you wake up. Oh, do you know what? I never have. I've I've certainly had dreams yeah. where you know, like when you're going to get attacked and things like that, or you get hit, and I wake up because it's like yeah, a yeah. shock. But I've never had anything like falling off a building or you know, you've ne- never near had to a... death. No. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a commonly held belief in people who study dreams and sleep is that when you know that sort of dream of you're about to hit the ground or something and you wake up because if you die in a dream, your mind will just think that you die. Yeah. And will shut down. I mean, that's mad, I mean, that's, that's one idea. But because but essentially... How can you ever prove that theory? Because... Well, that, that's it. But I mean, it's it's the synapses are electrical. So what your brain is, you know, electrical energy is what's not keeping you moving so much. But but it's the idea that if you, if you did die in a dream, then the switch would just go off and there'd be no way of restarting it, which out. is... Interesting. Shan't be hitting any pavements. But then, of course, uh, I've had dreams where I've been stabbed, and I've looked like look, I've had first-person dreams where I've been stabbed. Mm. I've looked down and I've got my hands are covered in blood, but I don't feel anything, and I'm I'm kind of conscious of it, and and then I wake up later after dreaming other stuff. Yeah, that's quite so, odd. Yeah, it's, it must be okay. your brain chooses when it's going to react to imminent death, but. I mean, have you ever had a dream where you felt like when you where you've realised that you're dreaming and then you just wake up? Yeah, I've definitely had like really surreal dreams though. Things that I thought mm-hmm. were completely real. And you know when you wake up and you think they're actually real as well, like it's happened. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're mad. Mad, mad. But yeah, I've I've had dreams where you've where you where you you know, I mean I've had conversations with people that I remember and then mm. I've woken up because I've I knew it was a dream that like, that person wouldn't mm. say that in that way. And then you go, oh, I'm asleep. And then you wake up. They're weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, like, it happens to me in real life, you know, as well. Uh, I don't really know what I've 
experienced or what I've dreamed. Mm. Like I've had I've had conversations with people. It's happened to me twice where I've had a conversation with someone, said something about something that I think they've told me, and then them telling me, No, I didn't tell you that. And <laughs> my only explanation my only explanation for that is that I dreamt it. Yeah, yeah. I like literally dreamt it because I know no one else had told me those things. But it's it's mad, yeah. I I am quite interested in sleeping dreams, especially since it it has got I've gone through times where sleep has really evaded me. So I've gotten mm. quite interested into it as a topic. Do you know? So I always had a theory mm. because because I always used to dream things that would then later on in life become real. Do you know? What I mean? And mm. that sounds mad, but yeah, yeah. so like say you dreamt that you had a conversation with someone and you're looking around and you can see a specific tree with a specific fucking the way the wind is blowing on it and someone oh, says yeah. something in that specific moment that they otherwise wouldn't have said in any other time and then yeah. months later you have that exact conversation with that exact person you look around and it's yeah. so surreal because everything is perfect where it was now i had this whole like this whole theory i'm sure i've told you about it before that we're essentially living our life on a cycle, which would be a really nice thing, a really nice idea that, you know, like we're born, we go for our whole life and mm. then when we die, we start again and we do the whole thing on repeat and repeat and that's how we can remember like one things. one long groundhog day. Yeah. But in actuality, it's because our pathways in our brain are connecting things that we know, you know, like you might meet the same person in the same place all the time or whatever you know yeah or that person will tell you about something that they've told you months ago but you your brain connects things and then when it happens you think it's so surreal but actually it's your brain trying to put things together before they've do you know what i mean yeah it's, yeah no, it's i trying do to explain things that otherwise wouldn't need explain i don't know i don't know but it's, there's, no, a, I, there's I get a it. science behind it which is a shame there's, there's a <laughs> yeah it's true there's a there's a word for that what you're describing so it's not because it's deja vu yeah, you feel like something's happened before, but it's, it's something is another French term for something which you have dreamt or imagined will happen, and then it does. Um, I've forgotten what it is, um, and I'm not that good at French to work it out. But I mean, on a personal yeah, no, level, I, it's I, like foreshadowing, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing is is obviously the the pseudo term that so, you yeah. I would recognise. Yeah, man, I, 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 that is fascinating. It's enough one of them things, you know, with dreams, like. To, to 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 think about how your brain has done all that and connected everything without it mm. ever happening and then it's happened like there's some different level of mm. which is why i always thought maybe we've lived this life before because i've been to places well, that i recognize but i've never been to like i know yeah. i've been there but weird well so socrates had a theory well Plato wrote down a theory of Socrates, because I don't know if you know, but every everything we have of Socrates is written down by either Plato or Xenophanes or another mm. philosopher. Um, Socrates didn't believe in writing philosophy down. But he had a theory called, the th no, literally, he was a sophist and they didn't believe in writing things down. Um, Maybe that's what I am. Plato attributes a... <laughs> no, you're just fucking lazy. Yeah. yeah. And you're also illiterate, so it doesn't, doesn't count. <laughs> But Plato had this theory called the, the theory of recollection, or what we call the theory of recollection. And he said that, you know, the stuff that you know to be true, mm. but I have no explanation of how you know it to be true. Something like you have always known that two plus two will equal four. And even as a child, when you were taught that, 
you understood that that would always be the case. Like the, the ability to know that two plus two will always equal four, right? He believed that we were all reincarnated, that our souls were eternal, that you, when you die, your soul gets put into another body. And what you're essentially doing is just relearning the information that you already knew. Yeah. yeah. And those things that you will always know and know what's called that, you know, them a priori. I mean, there are, there are plenty of problems with it. For instance, where does that begin? You know, and, and other stuff there as well, but it was, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing slightly what he said, but it's, an, it's, it's not a, it's not a new idea. I mean, a lot of, a lot of philosophers like Buddha have had ideas along those lines that That's there is stuff that say. we know, or, or I mean, uh, yeah, the reincarnation idea yeah. in Buddhism is not so different, although there are those levels of reincarnation. I mean, there is, you're like this. Plato's one of the, one of the famous things he said is he every day thanked God that he was born a man, not a woman or a barbarian. Uh, but he also said, and I love this because the theory of reincarnation, as Buddha understood it had been around for centuries before he ever said anything about it. And Plato's idea was before that if you... Yeah, Plato's idea was that you started off as a man. Everyone has started off as a man. Oh, yeah. And and every every other living being was a man who had continually failed to reach his potential to become the philosopher king, including women. Wow. <laughs> Wow, it's just women are just he just yeah. You know, I, I basically idea is women are just reincarnated men who were bad at being a man. I mean that's pretty peak. I I have actually that heard that savage. before, but it's so yeah, it's such a fucking mm. bloke thing to say though, isn't it? Weirdly, it is such a, and you just seem to yeah, have come lo- along because we're not alpha enough. <laughs> just just hilarious. It's such a sigma sigma yeah, yeah. bro set kind of mentality. <laughs> I, I, it made me laugh so much like when I first read that. That's why I love ancient philosophy is because they came up with some fucking insane shit. Yeah. Like the first, the first real philosopher tried to put things together in a coherent theory of motion and a theory of creation was Thales of Miletus. He essentially believed that everything was made out of water. It was just water in different shapes. I mean, he's not wrong. Well, no, he's, I mean, he's not, but it was just the, I, I just love the idea that this guy about 700 BC looked around and just thought, yeah, everything's made out of water, mate. <laughs> yeah, all we're all liquid. Fucking bro. water. Yeah. We're all liquid. Bloke. We're all fluid. I mean, I think it was Anaximander or Anaximony is one of the two who said that everything was made out of four, the four elements, mm. earth, fire, air, and water. Um, and have you ever heard the, the phrase, the fifth element? Yes, it's a good film. No? Yeah, well, that yeah, it's a good film. <laughs> but that that phrase that, that phrase comes from a pope playing on the idea of anaximenes, I think, um, about the four the four elements mm. as being like the hidden component behind everything. Anyway, I just is an interesting idea. I thought um, stuff like that with ancient ancient philosophy just love it. I mean. Theory of atoms is about two and a half thousand years old in Democritus, who came up with that idea that everything was made out of atoms. Oh. Everything was made out of the same stuff. It was just all atomic, and uh, you know, thousands of years later, he was proved right. Absolutely but correct. He got that. He got that idea just by playing around with fire and looking at ash, and he said, "Well, 
we're all ash at the end of the day because we can all be reduced to ash. Everything can be burnt and reduced to ash. So surely everything must be. It must all be the same. Must all be the same. And it was like, yeah, I mean, I, I, you were right, and I totally get it. But I don't think I would be staring some ashes and think, you know what, bro, come have a look at this, right? Because I reckon every fucking person is made out of this. Is it spit? The first person he said that to must have looked at him like, bro, you. Have you found the mushrooms again? I, th- I think you need to go what hospital, lad. <laughs> I think, mate, what's going on? I know she's left you, but bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, t- uh, take that away from the fire, on. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hell, don't let him have the fire. Well, we, again, he's you know. setting fire to the fucking chickens again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not give us a tweet? We're at two spoons underscore coffee.